Hi, this is Roxy Astor, and you're listening to Lyrical Spit. You can find me on Facebook, Roxy Astor, or Instagram, Roxy.Astor, or Twitter, RoxyAster1. When you meet with Roxy, you better beware, because I'm really strong and debonair. This jet set girl never backs down, because all she wants is a glow crown. And I did that for Dave Navarro. <laughs> Warning, parental advisory is recommended. Oh, f- just listen. This is a Say Sahan Dynamite Productions. I am in my studio broadcasting from my compound in Tacoma, Washington, and I am your host of Lyrical Spit, the beast from the Middle East, the Yemeni maniac, the modern-day sheik, and a proud Yemeni-American, Theifullah, the butcher, Dobashi, bringing you music, interviews, and who knows what else this show might throw at you. I am not a sports entertainer. I am a professional wrestler. Who loves to entertain. And that's ordained. And I could marry you and give you all your blessing needs. Send your booking request to debashibookings at gmail.com. Shukran. Thank you for all your support. I would like to announce that this show, Lyrical Spit, is now on Amazon Music. You can also check out Lyrical Spit on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. Just to simplify and make it easy for everyone, you can get all the links on LyricalSpit.com. I will be right back to chat with you all right after Anita Squeeze, Throw Me a Line.
help keep this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel at butcherspit.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, and even baby onesies. That's butcherspit.com. If you suspect human sex trafficking, you could call and report it to this number. 1-888-373-7888. Also, a shout out to the only brick and mortar professional wrestling museum and hall of fame in the world, located in Wichita Falls, Texas. You could check out the rich history I am honored that myself and my world powers brother and tag team partner, Chief Atakula Kula, we have some of our own wrestling uh, gear displayed in the museum. You can check them out on their website, pwhf.org, and tell them Dabashi sent you. I hope you all had a better week than I did. See, I messed up my ankle pretty bad by stepping in a hole that I didn't see due to some high grass. I'm in some boots and crutches now. Well, the doc said the x-rays didn't show any kind of fracture, but the swelling needed to go down. They said there's nothing much they could do about it right now, so next week I'm going to go in, and once the swelling's down, they're going to go do an MRI or something like that. You know what? Let's just hope for the best. All these artists you hear on the show today, you could check them out on SoundCloud or you could check out their music videos right there on YouTube. My guest, Rocky Astor, an original Glow Girl, will be on the show. I haven't talked to her in a while. She always has some fun and interesting stuff to talk about. You know what? I will be right back with some crazy voice messages right after Mickey Maverick, Sky.
in the smoke before you give it a try. Only you. Don't play with matches. Don't play with fire. Fire. Cause there's nothing very funny about Rick Dolphin. Nothing very nice. I'm a homeless man. So if a gorgeous force is what you desire, don't play with matches. Don't play with fire. Only you can prevent wildfires. Fire. You could call the Lyrical Spit 24-Hour Hotline, 360-200-8779. It's always open. And you know what? You may just hear your voice message right here on the show. Well, I've been getting some strange messages here on the hotline. Like I've said before, I don't know if they're just people messing around or left by mistake. One thing for sure, it gives me material for the show. Here are some of the messages. Enjoy. I guess I was just calling because I was trying to see about your services. I don't have your services. And I was trying to see, do you have packages or do you have uh, packages of two or three or what do you have? You just got on here and get with the time and get unlimited residential phone service for just $8. That's all you say. You don't say internet, you don't say satellite. So my number is 933 Gwen Rogers. Thank you. Hi, this is Kelly calling from your CVS Pharmacy. I'd just like to let you know that your anal wart removal cream, your butt plugs, and your Viagra are now in. And we also got those extra small condoms that you needed. So please go ahead and let me know when you'll be coming in so I can set those aside for you. Thank you and have a great day. Hey, Kevin, it's Courtney. Um, I don't know if you remember, but um, I was supposed to go for blood tests a while ago, and I just went a little while ago, so I thought I'd tell you what my results were. Um, give me a call if you want. Um, I don't know if you still want to know or not. Um, okay, so just give me a call back if you want. Okay, bye. On an earlier episode, Volume 16, I did this blue whale bit. I received a lot of feedback. So if you haven't listened to it, I decided to play it again. Here you go. Hey, sorry, Mr. Call. Um, I was just calling you back to uh, let you know that I, I love you and I miss you. <sighs> I really, I really want you to call me back. And I'm sorry I missed your phone call and that I I I know you're done. So so when you get this can you call me back? I love you and I miss you. Okay, you know what I thought was interesting about that voice message? It sounded like she was doing a whale call. Okay, check it out. This is her. And this is a blue whale. This is her. This is a blue whale. Okay, this is them two together.
<laughs> These bits are all in fun. And if you're a snowflake and you're melting, this show is not for you. I will be right back on the other side of Flies in the Whiskey by the Guitar Whiskey Club. One day in April it was signing towards May Went to the backyard at the house where I stayed Pour me some whiskey in a crystal clear glass It went down real quick, it shorted and last Pour me another and that makes two But I couldn't stop thinking of you Woke up the next day, the third was at full Dead flies like a watering hole That's when I knew I knew it was true Flies like whiskey too Help keep this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel at butcherspit.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, 
and even baby onesies. That's butcherspit.com. Well, on volume 16 of Lyrical Spit, I had my homie, Gary the Conqueror. Some of you may know him as Gary the Retard from the Howard Stern Show. He is single and ready to mingle. I told him I was going to get a woman on the phone for him on this show so he could lyrically seduce her to try to find him a girlfriend. To all the women out there, you could call the Lyrical Spit 24-hour hotline and leave Gary a message. The number is 360-200-8779. Or if you want to be on the show to have a conversation with Gary, email your contact to lyricalspit at gmail.com. I will be right back with my guest, Roxy Astor, right after the Foxy's social life. I'm so exhausted, so thirsty, I'm nauseous. Am I out of my mind? Am I out of my mind? Am I out of my mind? Am I out of my sipping Capri Sun to feel the nostalgia? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it? Right? I can use a vacation shit from my communication. My the party
would like to introduce my guest. I had her as a guest before, but this is her first time with me right here on Lyrical Spit. She's an original glow girl, the one and only Roxy Astor. Now that you know my name is Roxy Arby's that I'm rich and fucked in the ring. No one else, they can't be Roxy Astor. Well, how are you doing? Good. I was singing singing along with that. That's awesome. Well, before we get started, I had you on the, on my past podcast, but this is a whole new one, Lyrical Spit. So I've got to, just for technicality, spin the first time uh-huh. uh, random question wheel for your first time random okay. question. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. If you could only eat one box of cereal for breakfast for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? I would have to say the special K, the one with the yogurt little pieces in it, because I I feel like I'm eating something good, but yet there's like an element of that surprise of it. It tastes like white chocolate, but it's yogurt. So it's good for you, and it's good. So that is a plug for Special K. Woohoo! <laughs> now they better sell you a lifetime supply now, just for giving. Yeah, that. Oh, God, I love. I can eat that out of the box with my hand and just walk around with a box. There you go. It's so good. Now you got to try. It. <laughs> oh, now I might have to go buy some. Now I'm kind of craving some kind of cereal. Like yeah, that. you know, I have to say something funny though. Okay. I did your last show. And I remember getting dental work done, and I think I was a little high on Percocet. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you should take more Percocet. <sighs> no, I'm good. I'm good with all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm like, I think, yeah, I think we had a funny, funny. So I remember it, but vaguely. <laughs> wow. Well, oh, that's okay. You know, with all these, uh, you know, the coronavirus and all these uh, wildfires, how are you holding up? I mean, you know, has it affect you in any way? You know what? I, I It's weird because uh, I remember when, uh, remember we were told that for two weeks you were going to have to close down, right? It was from March 15th and they were staying till the end of April. And I was like, oh, no, there's no way I can close down and not do this. And, and I'm thinking because right. I had the cruise that was April 12th through the 20th. But I was kind of watching the cruise lines and, and seeing what was going on with uh, on that other cruise ship where people were getting sick. And I, I remember Debbie Miller who was going, I don't know about this. I'm not feeling real good. So my thing is I actually – ended up um, before they canceled I was postponing the cruise anyways because I did not want people to get on that cruise right and if anything happened God forbid that you know afterglow memory was them being stuck on there and I'm like you know what it can wait we can always move it thinking it might have been maybe even a couple months not really realizing to the extent of where it is now if I like if you were to tell me back then, that in six months it would kind of be the same way. I don't know if I would have made it, <laughs> you know? Oh, it's I like, know. It's like little by little they're, you know, like throwing us like 
looking at here, here, here. And then, you know, we're grasping at them and just hoping that, you know, something. And, you know, as I really don't show my political views because I stay out of it and everybody right. has their reason what they do. I just don't where Sonny is more vocal about it. Mm-hmm. I just have my eyes to a lot more politics than I used to. And I, I think it's a good thing. You know, you could say I was somewhat in a bubble for years. So it just kind of opened my eyes. It's very sad. But I'm actually going to um, Seattle in a week because uh, of a death. Yeah, well, because of a death. I have oh, to I'm sorry. To a, to, oh, yeah. But you're right. Good luck. We were going to drive. And I'm like, there's no way, no way that I'm going to drive through there. So we end up, we're taking a flight. Um, and that's kind of like the first thing that, you know, that kind of affected me in that way of death that I couldn't go visit someone who had passed away. Mm, yeah. You know, so now, you know, then you kind of, you know, you look at like, this is really affected not so much even the victims, but the people left behind and who didn't get to say goodbye or weren't there for their baby's births and all this. There's just so much more important, honestly, than a cruise or a vacation and, yep. You know, it just kind of makes you, you know, kind of think about things. And, you know, like I, I had a trip to Let's Make a Deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I went a trip. I was going to Canada with my daughter, and that was in May. And it got canceled. And just, you know, when you realize, like, these vacations and these things are taken away from you, but you look at the scope of everything, it's not that big of a deal. If you can't do what you have to do, you got to make sure everything feels good. Right, right. And know. Uh, and these fires have gotten me just like, I'm just like, for Oregon and California and Washington, it's just so sad, you know, thinking about the wildlife and everything out there, because I'm totally into animals and stuff. And there's so much you want to do to help people that feel so helpless. Yeah, yeah, it's just... And that kind of bothers me. It's just a weird time. You know, my goddaughter went to Seattle with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and she left quick because, you know, the whole chop thing and everything, and... And it, Seattle's pretty much like Pioneer Square or Pike Place Market. It just pretty, yeah. much, pretty much destroyed. She said, I mean, all the downtown Seattle, pretty much the businesses are moving out. And she said when she went down to, you know, uh, Farmer's Market, um, yeah. she said that just about all the shops were closed up. And, you know, the fish people were there and a few others, mm-hmm. but then you seen a lot of different gangs and different street corners. She said it was just, it was just sad how downtown just it's it's going to take a while for it to rebuild. I think, and it's sad. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I mean, uh, when I was there before, even I noticed it was getting kind of weird out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt really safe over in Pioneer Square, but I know that they had the problems in Capitol Hill, and that's where they took over the blocks. But yeah. I'm assuming it was Pioneer Square, so. You know, it's just kind of, you know, I try to avoid that area anyways, and yeah. I would just go down here, so I don't know what the, the pier looks like, if they're open or what they're doing. Well, do you hear about pier, one of the piers, I forget which one, it collapsed? 57 or something? Pier 57? Yes. It, it was the on, main one? Uh, it was one of the big ones. I can't remember yeah. which one, but... They they were they were gonna do renovation anyways because the pier was kind of separating you know from yeah and I guess they were working on it last week and I think they were trying to remove the I, I guess they had planners or something in there or whatever mm-hmm. and 
a lot of it just collapsed and two of the workers fell in the water and they were fine. They got, went to the hospital, but yeah, just one thing after another. Yeah. It's like, you know, that's something that, you know, is happening that would happen anyways. The other thing happened to where, you know, me being from Seattle, I'm like, I am so surprised that a lot of these people from Seattle didn't rise up and, and do anything. You know, I think it was just, so weird when that was going on in Capitol Hill. Yeah. That no, I think we were all, everybody was in shock that this was actually happening. This is like something that you see on TV in another country. You don't see this in Pioneer no. Square. You know, they try to do that in Tacoma. And Oh, I was wondering and, about that. Yeah, they tried, but it didn't last. Uh-huh. They didn't last. And then, uh, then there was rumors they were going to come like they were doing in Seattle to the suburban areas, you know, the urban, you know, in the neighborhoods. But, like Auburn and Rain. Oh, no, I mean, like just going to where the houses are and stuff. And because they what? were harassing, I mean, they had videos on the news where like two guys, you know, sitting on their uh, porch and yeah. the BLM and Antifa would come up and say, you should give me your house and harassing them right then and there. And, so all the surrounding areas are like, good luck. Try to come here. You know, we're all strapped. But I feel bad about the police because, you know. I do so. Yeah. So, but the good thing, well, ain't a good thing, but like Tacoma and the surrounding areas is, um, hey, we'll hire you. We need good police, you know, King County, you know, police. That we yeah. Know good. Yeah. So there's some support there. It's just, I just feel that. Just it, it just would be hard to be a police officer right now. Put it that way. Yeah, no. My boyfriend used to be a cop in uh, New York. Oh, okay. Uh, they laid off all the a lot of the cops in the seventies, so he was there on on uh, I think it was Forty Second Street where it was really crazy, <laughs> like really like pimps and hookers and stuff and everything <laughs> on the <laughs> and um, so he was telling me about that. I'm like, okay, that's the last time that they got rid of cops was back in the 70s. I'm like, no, now we need more, <laughs> you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Back in the 70s, jeez. And another thing I, 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 it's sad to say because, you know, before you used to be able to, you know, you have your own political views and it's okay. And like, yeah. say if I like, you know, say if I like Trump and you don't, who cares? You're mm-hmm. still my friend, but it seems like it's so much of a cult mentality. It's like, why do you have to hate the other it, person? Because yeah, it's never been like this before, though. What's that? It's never. Yeah, it's never been like. Yeah, yeah. You know, so honestly, just avoid the confrontation yeah. and whatever is what I believe. And as Roxy Astor, she just believes in shopping and yeah. <laughs> yeah. life is not. Roxy. <laughs> well, what else have you now, been up to? Crazy, on the other hand. <laughs> What's that? Oh, you said Sunny? Crazy. Oh, that's crazy. my name. Oh, cra- <laughs> crazy. No, Tracy. Oh, Tracy. My real name is Tracy. Okay. Yeah, yeah you were breaking up for a second. I couldn't hear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, not crazy. Don't call me crazy. So what are you when you're shopping? <laughs> are you Roxy or are you Tracy? That's Roxy Astor, yeah. Yeah, Tracy's really down to earth. Roxy Astor, you know, whips out the credit cards. And <laughs> <laughs> so so what, that, what, what have you been doing uh-huh. to keep your time, you know, with you know, from getting cabin fever? Um, we've actually been working on something for the Afterglow. 
okay. And working something that could be very, very big. And that's kept me focused. Uh, it's kept me sane, in fact, because I have to do things that are uh, artsy or just something. I feel like I got to do something, you know? Um, so it's something with the afterglow and it's something that could be huge. And I, I know I've been working on the afterglow for six years, but I have to say it's the timing of it is perfect. Awesome. And it couldn't be, you know, whatever it is to see it, uh, crossing fingers, crossing fingers, to see it on TV at this time would be, uh, it would be amazing. It would be great. And I think a lot of people, it, we would make a lot of people happy and laugh. We would make them laugh with what, what we're doing. That's awesome. So, yeah, we're just, we're like I, right there. So this has been going on for, since March, even before March. Wow. And what we've been doing, it could have been stopped at any time. We might not have moved further, but we have moved pretty far. So, Yeah. That's awesome. So I feel good about this. Hopefully, you know, we can do an announcement. Uh, you know, you get, when you're doing what I'm doing and pitching things and trying to sell a show and all that, you're going to get like a million no's. Uh, even before, you know, I've been with this production team, mm -hmm. I was writing to other producers and I've had a few other producers that were writing back to me. And when I felt like they weren't like real serious about it, I would go, okay, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Because <laughs> I want somebody to really, really believe in this project with, with the Glow Girls and really be behind it 100%. So I have uh, Mary Kennedy. Uh, she was on Shameless. Do you know her? Oh, yes. She played uh -huh. the, yeah, she played the new, new, new Fiona. Uh, so she's one of our production partners, um, and David Navarro, he's on there, not the one from the Chili Hot, Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, but David Navarro, he's been in the business for over 20 years. So, and Charles Hall and Morgan, Mark Morgan. Um, so that's been our, our team that we've been working with for about the last two years. And I'm telling you, there's been so many times that you, you want to give up, but every time, you know, somebody wants to give up, give up, you have the other team pushing forward. Yeah. So it's, it could be a big win for the Afterglow. It could be a big win that's, and a big surprise. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking so of this little girl from Auburn, Washington. Oh, uh -huh. another thing. I got my 40th class reunion canceled. Oh, no. What school? Auburn High. Oh, wow. It right got over canceled? by Tacoma. Yeah, yeah, I know. Canceled. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh no. But until next year, but who knows? Maybe I can come back next year with something under my belt. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be, yeah, but, yeah. You, know, you, you mentioned Shameless. Someone got me onto Shameless last year, and I binge watched every episode. And then the last one came on Netflix, and I watched that. That that's a good series. Yeah, I think Mary was in, I think, episode seven, and she played the hooker that will work for food. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Mary, yeah. Oh, that you know, another one I like, Cobra Kai. Oh, my God, I got obsessed with that. You know what I loved about it is that cause the department uh, that was, uh, what, what was his name, Danny? Is that his name? Which Daniel. One? Daniel, yeah, Daniel. yeah. Uh, yeah, that apartment is right over by where I live. I want to take a picture over there with Dan because he's like a kickbox champion. So we want to sneak over there and take a picture. <laughs> Daniel's son. Yeah. 
Danielson. Yeah. So yeah. his apartment is right around the corner from where he lives. Oh, really? Yeah. That's and a... it's still there, still looks the same. And I loved how they're, they're bringing in the girlfriend, too. I saw that. that. Tell me you weren't excited about that. I was. I, I The whole thing was like nostalgia. I mean, but. You know what? You know what? Not spoiling. Here, though, is that, okay, were you excited when they did, remember the 90210? Remember that? Yeah, well, yeah, of course I remember 90210. Okay, they did a reboot. Do you remember that? They had a few shows. Yeah, I didn't get really to watch it. I DVR'd it, but I didn't really watch it. But Yeah, I and we were all excited to see it and it was it was really cool, but the the thing with it is that they were mixing their characters in with their um with who they were. And oh. I think a lot of people used but it was really good to see the original people and, and Shannon Dottery, she was on there and they did a tribute to the one who played Dylan. Yeah. Which was nice. But to see like the Cobra Kai guys and how they were just brought everything back. I marked You know, with out. the original yep. master and I loved how they did it. And, the, the, and I like the story how Netflix turned them down and they end up going to YouTube where they yes. did their own thing. And then Netflix bought them and then ordered more seasons and it's a hit. Yeah. The season finale of the second season, I mean, made your jaw drop. I was like... But you know what? I'm yeah. my prediction. My prediction: they're going to team up. Yeah, I, you know what? It depends on how many seasons that Netflix is going to buy. Uh, when they bring well, the girl back, uh-huh. that's going to be the good thing. Well, I mean, team up as Danielson and his rival against the the. Remember, he lost the the guy lost his Cobra Kai. Uh, outfit. Yeah, yeah. So I think him and Daniel's going to team up and go against. Yeah, they got to stretch it out longer. Yeah, they that's true. Him- Fighting, yeah, I need to see more of it. Yeah, it makes and you want when that more. Girl, yeah, when the girl shows up, I think that's when you're going to see a lot more. Yeah, yeah, it, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, and I like how they showed the old footage too in it. What's that? They showed the footage from the original. Yes, uh, the original Karate, Karate Kid. Yeah, that was great. I think the Karate Kid was this Cobra Kai was better than the Karate Kid remakes they did in the movie. Personally, you know what? But you wouldn't have the Cobra Kai without the original. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like you have the Glow Netflix, and you wouldn't have the Glow Netflix without the Glow. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what are you doing to like keep yourself get from cabin fever? And and that being said, when you go pitch your shows and stuff, is it harder because of the whole epidemic? You know, the lockdown, coronavirus. You know, yeah, distancing. Kind of two things, honestly. Not in person. It's all through. Um, Zoom. Uh, Zoom or something. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do it like that. But you know what? My thing is, you know, I talk to Sunny a lot um, and I do, and I have animals and I keep that. I, I never thought I would be this busy without, you know, with doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because normally I'm always like planning something like all the time, you know, whether it's a cruise or it's this or that. And your hands are just when you just really can't do anything and just even yeah. to go out in your mask and like to go eat dinner and i don't know how you guys are out there to eat dinner outside is brutal oh no yeah it's it's all oh, speaking of outside so i um 
So I was outside yesterday. I was doing some work, and I was walking along. And I was just saying, man, I, the, the smoke's going to kill me. I shouldn't be out here. Walking along, and I stepped in a hole in a grassy area. That was that picture you saw. Oh, I was hoping for a better story well, than that. Yeah, and so, <laughs> well, it gets kind of funny. So I hit the ground, and I, tr- like me, the male ego, I try to jump back up and play it off, make sure no one sees me, you know. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, I fell back down. No one saw me. Luckily, my buddy was there, and I called his name. He's like, what are you doing on the ground? I said, I bit it. And he's like, stop joking. I said, I'm not. And I, I couldn't. So I, I Did you have to go to the hospital? Yeah, I ended up going to the urgent care, and they, they that picture you saw was me and the doctor, and they gave me a boot and crutches. I got to go back in 10 o'clock in the morning to see if I didn't do any tendon or ligament damage, which sucks because I was getting back in the gym, getting ready for, you know, when wrestling, you know, all my bookings were canceled up through January. So I took some, yeah. I took some time off to heal up, and I was like, okay, this week my gym's opened up. And I just got done telling my buddy I'm getting ready to go to the gym and work out hard again. And then I rolled my ankle. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so I get back up and I try to play it off like, you know, a dumb macho man, you know, and fell back down. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? I said, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, let me, I'll go get your Camaro. I said, no, I'm good. I took three steps and I bit it again. I was like, oh, I hope so. Ooh. Yeah. But. Yeah, it looked pretty nasty. I did a thing where I was, my bed is really high, and I was reaching for some water. Oh, no. And I overextended, and I, I knew if I was falling out of my bed, so I was doing like I was, like, tucking my, my head in, <laughs> not realizing the bottom drawer of my dresser was oh, open. Oh, no. So I bruised my ribs and bruised my, my pinky, like, for about two months, and I'm like, Thank God I knew how to fall. Exactly. Well, <laughs> but I fell right into the drawer. <laughs> out. I had a friend that uh, I just drove to an MRI and uh-huh. she was picking figs and now she's got a broken leg. <laughs> oh no. But oh yeah, I forgot to say so I hit the I hit the I hit the thing but as soon as I hit my body wanted to go one way and my ankle wanted to go the other and luckily I just shifted. And I heard this little pop, okay. but if I would, if I would have just fell the way my foot wanted me to, I probably would have snapped it in half. Right. Yeah. See that the wrestling does come oh, in handy because yeah. uh, it's like because you automatically react to it. Yep. Like people say, could you take a bump right now? I'm like, well, if I had to, if I was forced to do it, yes. Would I want to do it? No. Exactly. But I could do it. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't want to do it, so. Everybody's wow. like, do you want to get back into the ring? And I'm like, for what? <laughs> Why? Have you done any training? Have you trained anybody or any other girls or anything? Uh, my daughter, she's, uh, she was the only uh, daughter of a glow girl interested in wrestling. She had a tryout for WWE. Oh, nice. How'd it go? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Dusty Rhodes was there. Oh, okay. And it was about maybe three weeks before he passed away, oh. she got to the very end. Yeah. And triple H walked by and gave her a nod. Like, yes, like you're doing good. Uh-huh. He kept up with everybody. And now some of the girls that I saw her with are on WWE. I forgot who they are. She got a maybe and a really a maybe is, is a yes, but just keep going. Yes. She didn't get a no. It's a maybe. That's which good. Which means they would have kept looking at her, but that was a while ago now. 
So, so is she still doing it or? Uh, got her into other things right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just picture it. The only daughter of a glow girl interested in wrestling. That's, the that's only money. one out of all the glow girls. Uh-huh. That's yeah. money. No, I'm just going, I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm like going with you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, You'll get it. You- <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I got a, about five or six emails from the listeners. Um, okay. Do you want to take some on after we take a musical Let's break? Let's do it. Okay. We will be right back on the other side of this new single, All the Way from the UK by Roisy Rothschild. This is Life Ain't Easy. Life ain't easy, this system is so greasy Some days I wake up sleepy, the scenes I've seen that make me queasy This life ain't easy, this system is so greasy Some days I am uneasy, the scenes I've seen that make me queasy I can't help some of the scenes that I have seen But for night when I sleep, that's when I dream I never stop for one second, all comes flooding back So I stay on the hamster wheel or the running track But sometimes I'm awake, but I'm asleep And sometimes I'm asleep, but I'm awake Stuck in the middle like jam and cake Ear to the TV news, like now you're fake And you can smoke the cut, you won't ease the strain But that's a smoke screen, it won't relieve the pain You're on your nine to five, yeah, in and out weekly Not enough money to survive in your TP, gotta stay alive, exercise until you see keys. I'm like, I might survive the light, kidder, if you brief me. But this new world order, kid, don't wanna teeth me. So I'm constantly plotting business, sipping TG. Hey, hey. This life ain't easy, this system is so greasy. Some days I wake up sleepy, the scenes I've seen that make me queasy. Hey, hey. This life ain't easy, this system is so greasy. Some days I am uneasy, the scenes I've seen that make me queasy. I can't deal with the council, can't deal with the police, can't deal with the boundaries, can't deal with the priests. I plague on little kids out in the Middle East and peas. Get a pay rise, kids starving to eat. Credit cards charged to the heat. Some little div trying to rob me car while it's fucking parked in the street. Don't fucking start out charged like a beast and spark out your teeth in this OCD. Got me using some bleaching, correcting man's speech and watching the sheeple as they flopping man sheep. And these people out there that never want to fucking see again. Careful of people who want be your friend Cause they might bring you into some shit that you can't unsee again Don't wanna bend your knee to evil friends Some of these people pretend And once it's broken shit can't be mended Help keep this show free By buying some of our swag of apparel At butcherspit.com We have t-shirts, hoodies, and even baby onesies. That's butcherspit.com. I am back with Roxy. Hey, Roxy. Are you ready for some emails? I I think so. (laughs) 
Okay. All right. Let me hit. I let me hit uh my uh, soundbite from my emails right here. Here you go. Let me know if you like it. You've got mail. That's my good friend. A shout out to Gary the retard, you know from Howard Stern. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I had he. I talked to him quite a bit, and it's funny how me and him became good friends. I was at a show in Portland, and it was during a, a battle of the bands, and he was sitting in the crowd, and I went over there to him, and I I went to like choke him, kind of shoot work choke him. I wasn't really gonna choke him, right? And right. So then, uh, after the show, he comes in the back. He wanted to talk to me. And he was the nicest guy. He goes, you're my favorite wrestler and all this and that. And I was like, oh. And and uh, ever since then, we became uh, pretty good friends. And he managed one of our tag teams. And so he was on the show. <laughs> yeah, he was on the show last week. And, and uh, first thing he asked, he was like, you have any girls going to be on the podcast? I want to talk to him. I said, well, we'll come on in a couple of weeks and have, have I'll try to fix you <laughs> up. What's well, a shout out to Gary. <laughs> hey, Gary. But, yeah. But I said, I, I keep on telling him, I said, do you want me to call you Gary the retard or Gary the conqueror? I said, why did Howard, you know, change your name? He's like, oh, I don't care what you call me. He said, the only reason Howard changed his name because um, um, advertiser for Coca-Cola and Pepsi. And they thought it was un- yeah, that's or- yeah. You can't get away with things that you could have back then. Yeah, you yeah. know. So I said, yeah, okay. I get that. Yeah, but I said, and then he goes, well, no. When I asked him, I said, what do you, what would you rather me call you? And he goes, well, the girls could call me anything. I was like, all right. So, <laughs> all right. Just as long as they call me, right? Exactly. But up, bump. <laughs> yep. All right. We got an email from Jesus Walker, and he sent this email to lyricalspit at gmail.com. says, Roxy, do you think you or any of the original Glow Girls will make an appearance on Netflix series Glow? Um, You know what? I kind of thought in the beginning it might happen. Uh, and I know that they're going to be filming in, I think, January. After everything, uh-huh. have we got all? No. <laughs> you know, but you never know because it's their last season. Oh, it is? And it's their last season. They're going out for four uh, seasons. Like, Glow went out for four seasons. So That's right. Yeah. So, Sunny brought something up about that. And, yeah. But, but it, I, I mean, it would be great. But, it, you know, I think it would have kind of happened in the beginning if it was going to happen. Well, how, yeah. personally, how do you feel about the whole the the Glow series? I mean, technically, you know, they use the Glow name, and I guess they bought the yeah, name. Yeah, but you know, what? it's gotten it's gotten us more exposure. Uh-huh. You know, people our way, and even though people remember, they got their exposure from us. You know, we're getting a little exposure from them, and we've actually met. I think I told you before, Allison Brie, and a lot right. of the cast of backstage wwe so i think up until that time i and i met the writers at a netflix screening uh liz playhead and um carly mentz i met the writers who walked up to me and said oh my god we have your posters everywhere and we love nice. you guys and yeah so they were given and we we had the girls watch your videos 
And I think hearing that and hearing how Allison Brie is just so like, oh, you got to see these girls. You know what? It gave us a really, at least for me and a lot of the other girls, and I think Sunny too, it gave us really good closure because it was just kind of like it came out of left field and we were working on something. And uh, and a lot of the fans were like, why aren't you guys? And we're like, well, we don't know. It's this production company. And because we don't know, you know, somebody's going to do something. Ursula owns the rights. We don't have any say so over that. Right. You know, I thought it was kind of neat to um, see little bits of our characters popping up. And not once did I go, oh, my God, I want money for that. No, I think it's very cool that this happened. And the girls are very nice and they're actresses. And when I even met... Uh, the girl who plays uh, like the character like Mount Fiji, her name's uh-huh. Brittany Young, and I walked up to her at the uh, Netflix screening and I said, "You know what? You did Mount Fiji proud." And she started crying. I've got a picture of that. That's she was awesome. Crying. Yeah, that- because Sunny and I went to go visit Mount Fiji. Uh, I think months before she passed away. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, in fact, I'm 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 talking to Queenie all the time. She's been in a rehab for a, a year and a half, and we're trying to keep her spirits up too. Wow, that's it. Seems like they're giving you respect, which is cool. You know the um. Uh, her and I ended up becoming Queenie. And I became really good friends, and she's like a really really tough cookie. Like when I first met her, and when I did my first Afterglow uh-huh. um, fan party, which was six years ago, she just said to me. Don't rip us off, Roxy. And I go, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, and we've been friends ever since. How's Queenie doing? I, I I had called her about a year ago to have her come on, and then uh, it w- I guess it was a bad yeah, time. Yeah, she was... she's been in and out of the hospital for a year and a half. So oh, the time no. you would have called her, she was somewhere. Yeah, where she couldn't be reached. Yeah, yeah. But I had a FaceTime call with her today. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. the the doctor was nice enough, and um, her son set it up to where we can FaceTime her because we haven't been able to contact. And before that happened, uh, for that last year, uh, we were going up there. Dan and I were going up there like every two weeks, every three weeks to go visit her. Mm-hmm. And then when I was heading out there, and that was in March, and that's when they said that no visitors. So we haven't oh. seen her since March. So, yeah, so people need that contact. They need yes. something. You know, so the doctor was nice enough. Now we're going to do a twice a week uh, FaceTime call. That's awesome. Yeah, that's kind of hard. My aunt, she had broke her hip and then she lives at one of those like assisted living. They have their own apartment and stuff, but, you know, they have the, you know, nurses and they have, you know, a lot of people, you know, and she likes it in there because, you know, you know, just, yeah, she, she likes it there. So. We were going over there. My mom would be there over almost every day with her and mm-hmm. do her laundry and, and, you know, bring home her laundry and go visit. And then COVID hit. Yeah. I haven't seen her. We haven't seen her since uh, March, late February, March. March. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Queenie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think it's hard for people. So that's why I'm saying this is how it affected. It's just, it's more than just, um, you know, being sick or people that it's the people that are in the homes that can't see their loved ones. Like I even see something on Netflix. I'm sorry. Uh, from Brittany young mm-hmm. who was on Netflix where she's got a boyfriend who's in Canada and she hasn't been able to see her boyfriend. Oh yeah. They for- blocked the borders. 
Uh-huh. So, and there's just so much more to all of this mm. that you don't realize. Yeah. Wow. All right, we got another email here from Sarah Rue. She sent the email to lyricalspit.com. Roxy, and you already kind of hit a little bit on this. What's going on with Afterglow the musical? <laughs> Any more shows? Was it ever recorded? Would love to watch it. It is funny. I like getting a question about the Afterglow. Um so, uh, it was Sunny, MTV, myself, da- uh, Dallas, and, and Matilda. So, we were part of the Afterglow 80s musical. And we ended up getting nominated eight, uh, eight Broadway uh, World nominations. Wow. And we got Best Actress. I got Best Actress. Uh, Mary Kennedy and Sheena Metal from LA Talk Radio. They both got Best Supporting Actors. And so did Justin Root, who played David McClain. He was so good. And Dan, my boyfriend, who choreographed this, he got for best choreography. Did I say that right? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so we got the nominations. And, you know, we didn't win, but still, it's very cool. It's your first time going out. And it was directed by Christopher Carver, who's done a lot of plays. So it it was so surreal to do that because we had the five original Glow Girls. And we were telling the story about what happened with glow and how it ended and yeah so you got to kind of see like my story of when i met eddie murphy (laughs) is that like true story right all these are true stories true story Uh uh-huh yeah like like uh i think about eddie murphy or night eddie murphy yeah before i had an audition at glow the the story was that we had in the play was that i was in his hotel room with a friend and there was like a pile of blow there <laughs> oh wow uh-huh uh-huh and, and this is the 80s so i put this in the play and my line was so it was either blow or glow <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so yeah so you obviously knew that you know i picked glow and my daughter kayla she ended up playing the younger version of roxy so she had on my green outfit red Sweet. hair and she was in the ring yeah so we had younger versions of ourselves as we told the story and I think we were going to do it again, and then Matilda got sick. Oh, so no. we were like, okay, we're going to regroup and maybe go to another place. And then something, after she got sick, it was kind of like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Like, we have it there. And the girl that wrote the play, she was ready to do, um, you know, like another play. We have it there. Now, recorded, yes, we do have it recorded. It wasn't meant to go out there. You know, it's like recording, you know, a a play. You thought you're going to keep going. Right. You know, so we just recorded just to look back and see, like, what we need to improve and do it like that. So the shot wasn't so, so great. But we do have something we can look back on, like, if we want to do it again. I could see it happening again because we got standing ovations. We did three shows and got standing ovations. That is awesome. That is pretty cool. Yeah, we had a three-foot ring on the stage, too, that was Demi uh, Lovato's wrestling ring that she had in one of her music videos. And these girls actually did a wrestling match in this three-by-three wrestling ring. (laughs) It was actually a bump? You know, you could bump? It was a bump. They took a bump. And then Kayla did a kick in the whole audience, and they were on the turnbuckles yelling at the audience. (laughs) It was great, though. 
So it was the story of, of Glow and, and our goodbyes to Glow and some of our stories pre-Glow. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's awesome. So, that's awesome. Well, yeah. Any, I mean, isn't it something you'd want to see? Of course. Of course I do. Yeah, we were going to take it to Vegas, too, but something happened with somebody. And then, you know what? Thank God we didn't because look what, what would have happened. You know, that being said, any aspirations, uh, uh, aspiration or aspiration, you know what I'm trying to say. I can't even pronounce that Asper. word. Yeah. <laughs> you um, sound like me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's our own language, I guess. Um, That's okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, like maybe going to Broadway in New York. You know what? We thought about it, but it, that is like such a big big step and you gotta you gotta realize what what made this play so good was that you had the original glow girls you you know and to have the originals and had younger versions it's kind of like okay well what if that girl couldn't do it and she was working because we're all older we have our lives right so could it do broadway i mean could we keep up with it sure it's a good dream and it's a great dream But reality sets in, and I'm thinking, you know what? We did it that one time. Could we do it again? Absolutely. I have never done a play in my life. So, that being said. <laughs> I have wrestled. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, go ahead. Finish your thought. You yeah, have wrestled. I, well, me wrestling, I went out, and like I overdid it, and Roxy's character was overly done. Uh-huh. I went out. And it helped, but it was just so weird because you're in front of an audience like that. So what I tried to do was to play off the audience like I did in wrestling. So I think it did help, but it's just not the same thing because the audience is right there. <laughs> wow. It was scary at first. I thought I was going to forget all my lines. Oh, I bet. Did you have to do a lot of rehearsal? I mean, to remember all we your lines? Did. Yeah. yeah, and we rehearsed with Matilda. So we would go up to her place uh-huh. and she and she had the company uh, of us, and then we would rehearse. And then I, and she's so funny. I go, okay, Matilda, you got to get this. So we're we're reading lines with Matilda, and then so when we actually do the play, she was kind of forgetting some of her lines, and I'm kind of working around with her. Right. And then she's like, Matt Zimmer, he was an asshole. Like it was supposed to be something else. <laughs> so she just ad libbed like, improv. She had- and we had to kind of go with it because you know that was her. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. And and the audience loved her. Like when she came out because she's in a wheelchair, the audience went nuts over her. Wow. She's a legend. You know, this is Queenie. This is a bearded lady in uh, Spaceballs. You know, oh, was she? This is Queen. Yeah. I never put two and two together. No way. Yeah, and she's also in Aerosmith's uh, "Love in an Elevator." Uh, I'm gonna as soon as I get done recording, I'm gonna go watch them both. Look at MDB. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't know that, huh? No, no, I didn't. Now, no. now, now that I think back about that movie, I guess that was her. <laughs> wow. That was her. Yeah. It's been so long. Wow. Yeah, she's got a. Did you read her book? No, I haven't. The Glamazon. Oh my. Can I get it on Amazon? Um, I don't know. Well, um, let me know, because I'll buy something... one. Yeah, yeah, I, I think she might have had, I'm not sure, but um, this is kind of going back to her uh, roller derby days, because she was in that, and, and she was a 
uh, phone sex operator, the first one. So they hit upon that life too. So she had all this other crazy life before glow. And then I like it. it, Your mouth is just going to (laughs) drop. Okay. When you read it, I'm like, I start reading it and she's got pictures with everything and I could not put it down. I read it in like two days. Oh, I love books. It was that. Yeah. It's just colorful and just, you know, it's just, it's her. The way she worded it, it, it was her. That, you could tell. Does she have? Does she still have the same phone number? I don't think so. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna read the book. Yeah, and I think try the to one get... I'm talking about is yeah, where she was at before. Oh, yeah, okay, I don't think. Okay, she... okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm really, like, I'm like her only person that she's talking to out there. So wow. we're just trying to get her better and stuff. Yeah. But I, I speak. I'll speak for her because I know her. And that's why I want to keep her name out there still. Of course, of course. I'll do whatever I can, too. You know, I'm a big fan Mm -hmm. of you and Sonny's, and I try to, you know, do my part. Well, it's like this. You either like us or you don't. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, You know, a lot of people get on Sonny, but you know what? She's. I think she's misunderstood. She's got a big heart. Yes. You know, and that's what a lot of people don't know they wonder why her and i are friends it's because she's got a big heart she is she's a sweetie she's a sweetie yeah so some some people don't like her in the glow world but you know Uh, i i I try to get her you know just you know i have a thicker skin and it really it's their problem it's not yours and you've got a lot more to worry about than what they're thinking about you yeah exactly yeah yeah i gave gave up a long time ago caring about you know, what, what fans think, you know, if I'm doing the right thing, I'm just going to be me and that's it and be a good well, person just like she is. And that's all, that's all you can do. Yeah. I got a question. Speaking of fans, it's kind of off topic here, but okay. With my care, well, I am my gimmick. I'm middle Eastern and I, I play my middle Eastern gimmick, you know, and Abdullah the butcher, you know, grandfathered his name to me. So mm-hmm. I, like, I'll go to the shows and, you know, of course, someone will call me Towelhead and all that, which I don't care. I mean, I've got, I got heat. That's what I'm supposed to do. And I love it. And then, right. and I don't know if it's just a younger generation or if I'm getting old or what, but then there's some <laughs> fans or some wrestlers, they were butthurt because someone said something kind of racial to them and wanted the promoter to kick him out of the, you know, out of the, you know, arena and ban them, you know, from the yeah. show. And I pulled the yeah. kid aside. I said, listen, I said, you're a heel or a fake? He goes, I'm a heel. I said, okay. And I said, what was said? And he told me, and it was racial, but it was, was what it was, you know? And, mm-hmm. I, and I said, do you want them to be mad at you? Yeah. I said, what's the big deal? I said, you're there for them to get pissed off at you. I said, you tell, you're going to tell the promoter not to ha- have the fans come back in, which that's some, you know, money out of their pockets. I, I just don't get some people. I told them, I, I told them the visit wasn't for him. I don't, I said, yeah, you know what? You know, I think these, if it's been recently in the last year, I think these times are a lot different. Yeah. You know what? I see that even with comics, like I see their material changing because they have to, um, let up a little, you know, like I see also shows like, uh, Archie Bunker, all in the family. I love Archie Bunker. Glow, that would not, 
Yeah, me too. But it would not be okay nowadays. And well, Glow also is the same way. Well, I love. You know who I got much respect for is Dave Chappelle. He goes. He goes out like his oh, latest one. He don't care. He don't. Everybody. Yep. He don't care. He just. Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't really seen him out there. Yeah, I haven't seen any specials. I saw him in the very beginning, and then mm-hmm. it just kind of. What? You know, but he's just kind of like kind of chilling right now. With, well, I heard comedy. like him and Joe. Ro- him and Joe Rogan came to the Tacoma Dome. And Dave Chappelle, he don't even do any kind of advertisement. And he could sell out an arena. Him and Joe Rogan came to the Tacoma Dome and no kind of advertisement. And they sold it out. And, yeah. And uh, well, I guess what I've heard, too, is like he, he just low key. He just when he wants to do a show, he'll he'll go to the park. You know, with uh, for, you know, to train, you know, bring a speaker and just do a show at yeah. the park at a random or at a random club, and, and I don't know. I just think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I just yeah, like you know, like you say for you know, with the wrestling and the racial, like I, I don't yeah. believe in doing anything racial. I just that's yeah, just not who I. Am. Um, well, I'm talking about know, the fans people, though. I mean, the fans yeah. are going to be fans. I, I think I don't. The fans know. are going to be fans, and people are going to be people. Yep. But it's just it's it's different times right now. Yeah. So let's see how it is when you know when things open up and all that. It's going to even be a lot tougher too. Exactly. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I guess we'll find out in November what's going to happen. Who knows? Yes, we, might we, have a, we might have a big civil war. Who knows? Wow, that's what. Yeah, that's what my boyfriend's saying. <laughs> yeah, my 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 sister and my brother-in-law have a lot of property in Owala, right across the bridge. Uh-huh. And I went over there, me and my son, and I was like, I told my brother, I said, what are you doing? He had, like, big cans of stuff, like, you know, this, like, I forgot, oatmeal and all that. And it said, like, you know, 10-year lifespan on it. And, you know, he's an avid hunter and stuff. I said, what is this for? And he starts laughing. He goes, well, you don't know. You know, who knows what's going to go down? And I said, I don't know if it's a civil yeah. war or another pandemic, but... How do you know all the food, you know, we ain't going to get any more food in the supermarket. We got to be prepared. I said, yep, you're right. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of these kids are probably scared. The younger generation. Oh, is yeah. Because like, you've never seen anything like this. I don't know your age, but my age, I'm in my 50s. I'm like, I, if you would have told me this a while ago, I thought you would have been crazy. And just to see all this happening, it's just, I can't believe it. Yeah. 2020 just really sucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean the whole 2020. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right, brutal. I got I got a tough email for you. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to. Or, okay. Okay. Really tough. This is from hmm. Jessica Lee. Sent this email to lyricalspit.com. Miss Astor, what is your favorite candy bar and why? Or candy and why? <laughs> what is your favorite candy and why? <laughs> oh my god, it just makes me want one right now. Um, for some reason, I love the heat bars. I okay. think those are so good because they have that crunch inside and that chocolate. And I used to, when I bought them, when I think even back in Glow, I'd put one in my purse and then just break when I wanted that little bit of that sugar rush. I would take like little corners and break it off and then just eat it little by little because it's a candy bar that does not melt a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it'll stick with you for like six months it'll stick with you for a year (laughs) and it all tastes good there how's that answer that sounds good (laughs) 
Okay, we got three more emails. Okay. Okay. This one's from Linda C. She sent it lyricalspit at gmail.com. Dear Roxy Astor. Sonny, Sonny talked about knowing the band Kiss on one of the Boshi's podcasts. Do you have any Kiss stories? Um, not a one. I live through Sonny and Sonny's Kiss stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. She got tons of them. <laughs> Yes, I have nothing. I was not into all that back then. I was into other types of bands. But when I, when Sunny and I became friends, she was telling me all about this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. And then I, she shows me her uh, Playboy edition and uh-huh. the story tells me. I'm like, okay, this is good enough for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, no, no kiss stories. This is an Eddie Murphy story or. You met any famous a, bands or yeah. musicians? Have I what? Have you met any famous bands or musicians? Well, I went out with James DeBarge after he broke up with Janet Jackson. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Did you ever met? I went out one day, one day, and the and he drove the famous 924 Porsche that it's in all my interviews. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah, and that was a funny story because I – Met him at uh, an after place where you uh, eat. It's like like a Denny's, but they had it like around the clubs. And his right. manager came over to me and said, "Yeah, this guy wants to meet you." I'm like, "Well, then that guy's got to come over and ask me himself." So, because that's how I was with my big bleached hair that was like ratted out. <laughs> Did he know you were a glow girl? Like, no, because I don't think I was back then. I oh, think okay. it was before glow. Okay. Yeah. And so then uh, he came over and asked me out, and I had no idea who he was. He was really cute. Uh-huh. And we ended up going. I picked him up at El DeBarge's house. Oh, okay. And he was there at the piano playing, and I'm looking around. I'm looking at the picture, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in the, the DeBarge's uh-huh. house. <laughs> and and he was talking to me, like, because I guess him and Janet, you know, were split. And uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm putting two and two together because, remember, we didn't have any internet back then. Right. So I'm kind of like, that's who that was. Okay. But it was only just one one quick date and it was over. How was he? Was, aunt, he nah. was he nice? He was nice. He was nice, but I think he was really sad. Oh, okay. He was sad about that. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Oh, so I was kind of like on a just, rebound probably, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, really, really sweet and, and good looking and everything. But I was like, oh, definitely, he's a little lost right now. And so was I. So it was perfect that you know we just yeah. parted. Hey, it's, it's a just good one st- day, but it's a funny story. It's a good story. That's a, it's yeah. a good story. Okay, okay one mm-hmm. one last email here, and this one's from Kylie Lee. Send her email to lyricalspit dot com. Dear Roxy, if you had the power to go back in time. To change one thing in the past and glow history, what would it be and why? It would be to win the glow crown because I feel like I got gypped. <laughs> oh yeah. Any 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 story yeah. on that? Any behind story on that? Well, the behind story was you had I was winning the I was gonna win the glow crown. Uh-huh. I was groomed and I was winning the glow crown and I was beating everybody to get up there and then they put together two good girls which I could never figure out why Cheyenne Cher and Roxy are fighting each other and in that match 
I actually got, that was the one where I got knocked out, like for real. Oh, wow. Like she kicked me, Cheyenne Sarah kicked me. And, you know, of course, you know, I knew I was going to lose. Um, and then if you watch that match, you can see me getting real, real mad. Because I come to after I'm like out for like, I think 30 seconds and I'm like pissed and you can see to my face. Oh, wow. And I, I for blood after that. Me and Godiva were fighting at the end, like really fighting like swinging and we're throwing each other and stuff. I just think it would have been fun if Roxy would have won, won the crown. Wow. Wow. Other than that, nothing I would have changed in glow. You know, I had the best time in glow. I had no bad experiences in glow. Nothing honestly, but good memories from the time that I started, because when I started that whole glow journey, it was like, I'm going to take this for what this is. And I just know I want to, and I have to be a part of what this is because I was a fan of GLOW before joining GLOW. And I knew that if if I wasn't there, there was 10 girls waiting to get in there and take my place. So I was going to be the best I could do, and I was going to stay there. If I was hurt, I was going to work through it. I had to be there. And that was the thing that kept me going. But I had so much fun with the girls. What? You know, there were some girls that didn't hang out and some girls that didn't. Me and Sunny, um, we didn't really know each other. I didn't really like her. She knows that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she knows it. Well, why is you know? that? She was, Just, she was uh, dating Matt. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anybody that like kind of kissed up to the director or, or did anything like that. I just kind of like was really like, Oh, gross. You know? <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of stay away from any of that drama and I uh-huh. kind of, got my Roxy character going and just had fun with it. Like I'm in the apartment baking pies for some of the girls and I'm adopting cats, finding cats. And that justice even remembers the time when I was baking pies. So I was having fun with the girls. I didn't need to hang out with the director or right. hang out with other people. I just had my own group going and had a really good time well, with it. So who, who was your main uh, peeps who were hanging out during the glow when we were doing glow? back then I would go, well, I'd go out with BC and Daisy a lot. Uh-huh. And uh, Ursula and I, we would drive back and forth to uh, L.A. because she had somebody out here. So we would drive together. Uh, Tiffany, I liked Tiffany. She was a lot of fun. Very unpredictable. <laughs> uh-huh. Very unpredictable. And she would try to shock people and catch you off guard and stuff. And that's what I liked about her. She had a really weird sense of humor but she was she's funny um but i kept you know i i like my club girls like beastie and and beastie was so outrageous with her faux hawk or her mohawk actually she didn't uh-huh. have a faux hawk real thing and i gave her her mohawk i did the hair nice. some of the hair and yeah so we would walk into a club and all the guys were like going after beastie they really? loved her oh yeah and daisy who's like you know over six feet tall and uh-huh. and go out there and not have the red hair i'd have the blonde hair nobody would know who i was oh okay because mm-hmm, i put in my jerome russell red hair before i became rocky <laughs> so, and then washed it out my time well so out of all the glow girls you know who was more like their wrestling gimmick in real life it's funny because i think sunny is besides her dark hair is she has not changed at all uh-huh way she acts and, and she even like sunny smiles 
sunny's cloudy. She'll still <laughs> be that girl. She has not strayed away from it. And and I think a lot of the, the girls are close to them. Like I'm I think I'm so far from my character, but people always go, No, you are your character. Uh-huh. Without knowing it because that's what the director did. He would watch us for I think like three or four months before he decided who we were, you know. Back, I mean, I didn't know what a credit card was or had anything or knew anything about New York or anything. So um, I think Mount Fiji was definitely her character. And Big Bad Mama, definitely. Ooh. But even Jailbait. Jailbait was her character. With her braces, she was adorable. Wow. But MTV her character. <laughs> wow. A lot of are just are and were and still are their character. Well, I think too um like you know wrestlers back in the day i think the difference is a lot of you know old schoolers you know you were your gimmick in the ring but amplified a thousand times that's what made people buy right. into you instead of someone writing you a character i mean right so yeah oh so out of who was the toughest who was the toughest woman in the locker room you mean to wrestle or just in general, like no, like you'd want her to have your back, or you wouldn't want to mess with her. I I would say you know what is Dallas. Even though I didn't wrestle with her back in the days, uh-huh. I see is and um, now, and I can just imagine she probably whooped some butt. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you don't want to cross her. She is the nicest girl, so nice. But you know what? You mess with her, mess with her friends or family. That's it. No. That is one girl I would not want to piss off. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And Angel. Angel's a toughie, too. Wow. Now, what, what what season were you on in GLOW? You weren't on the first season, were you? No, I was season three and four. Okay, okay. And then uh, Angel and Debbie, or Dallas, they were, I think, one and two. Okay, I remember watching GLOW 1, the, the very first episode with my grandparents, I was staying at their house, and I was like, oh, women uh-huh. wrestling was after, I think, NWA or something. I remember watching, I think I think it was cheerleader Melissa. She went to do a sunset flip, and her hand got caught, and her elbow came out of socket. Do you remember? No, that was Susie Spirit. Susie Spirit. Yeah, Susie Spirit. Excuse me. Excuse me. Susie Spirit. Yeah. And I remember they replayed it like 150 times, and yeah, i never forget that day. I never forget that. See? And did you ever think you'd be talking to glow girls later on? <laughs> no. It's like, I'm living my dream. I was like, I I yeah. always wanted to be a wrestler. And then I always had crushes on all the glow girls, most of them. And right. now I'm talking to them. I was like, wow, I think I'm doing all right. Yeah. And they're people. They're real people. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, well. Hey, you know what? Like, you know, we lost Sally, the farmer's daughter, recently. Oh, yes. I'm sorry to hear that. And, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like Big Bad Mama, and there was uh, another one called Star in Mount Fiji. So I just kind of think, you know what? We're this unique group of girls, and it doesn't, you know, if some of us fight or whatever, we're still this unique group of girls, and we're not going to be around forever. Yeah. So, like, any drama or anything that happens, I will not be a part of. Because I feel like we're like, you know, that remember that movie, A League of Their Own, where you see them kind of all back later on? That's kind of how we see us. Like when we got the awards, Sunny uh, got us to get the awards at CAC, and we all came back. 
And then in that's a league of their own. I think they're in their 70s or something. And, you know, you don't have a lot of the girls left, you know. Yeah. So the fact that we're here and what girls are here, you know, we didn't know Sally, the farmer's daughter, was, was going to die. She was only 55. That is not old. How, what happened to her? Um, Cancer. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. And anything can happen to anybody. So that's why, you know, I don't take it for granted, the fact that we're still here. And there's a lot of us still around, too. Even though they tried to think that there's a, a line between glow and afterglow, and I'll explain afterglow to you. Okay. I, I glow because really I, I don't own the rights to glow. So if I want to do anything, it's something that we're doing after glow. Right. You know, so all the girls were asked to be a part of it, and some girls did, and then they kind of walked away, wanted to do their own thing, and that's fine. And then I just moved on and kept doing my, my uh, you know, whether it was the cruises or other things, though, too. So it was never meant to be, like, you know, two-sided, like a lot of people think it was. It was yeah. not. Wow. Yeah. You yeah. can't make everybody happy, you know? Exactly. You know, I had this mm -hmm. other email on here, but I deleted it, and I can't find it. But I could, I remember what it said. It pretty much said, and I apologize, mm -hmm. um... I'll give you the emailer a shout out. I just don't can't find the email right now, but they wanted to know if mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to remember what it said. It said something like, "Has WWE ever got a hold of you or any of the Glow Girls about putting Glow on the, the WWE mm -hmm. network and maybe having some of you girls hosting it?" That's funny because I actually got a hold of WWE. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, this was during the time that we were trying to, um, this is before the Glow Netflix. It's something I was trying to broker and try to work out. Uh -huh. And I was talking to somebody from WWE for a couple of years on getting the tape sold. And so it could be on WWE Network. And so that went on for a couple of years. And if that would have happened, that would have opened the doors for, it could have yes. been a show with the glow or a lot of the glow girls. So that was my, that was my intent. That's what I wanted to happen. And it would have been really good for a lot of the glow girls. But unfortunately the, um, something happened with, I don't know, or something happened there. The deal didn't go through. Um, and I think it kind of backed out for now, you know, It'll, the tapes are there, and um, they're in good condition. They popped up on Tubi.com uh, for free, but to have the original tape, uh, I think, would be, a you know, Vince likes to buy libraries, so, and this would be a really good thing for him to buy. So who, maybe it's... Who has hmm? the libraries? Who owns the libraries? Well, I think I think a few people, maybe Ursula and oh, Matt okay. Simberg. Okay. Yeah, so it, w it was something working between them, so... Yes, I did get a hold of WWE because oh, okay. I thought that was perfect because we came on after WWE or That's WWF. Right. We did. Yep. Uh -huh. That and was like ben, a big wrestling block they had on Saturday night. Yeah. And yeah. Vince didn't really like us too much because, you know, I think we were beating them in the ratings at the time. <laughs> like, who are these women? You know, and, but we were just very unique and over the top. And, um, I think he probably, he wanted to buy it from what I heard. And if he would have bought it, he probably would have put it out of business the right. way 
Uh, it was better how we went out at the fourth season because it kind of left Glow as a mystery. Uh, somebody asked me what would have happened if Glow would have been going on for now. I don't think it would have lasted that long. I think Glow lasted as long as it needed to last. Well, who knows? Maybe something will happen and maybe they'll do something about Glow and have uh, Afterglow. Yeah, something, something will happen. Yeah. Well, something's going to happen. You know, I could I could talk to you all night and extra hours, but we definitely have you know have you back on. But do you have any last words, shout outs, plugs, social media links to share before we go home? Yeah, you know what? There's there's a guy named uh, Dave Dave Navarro. Okay, he can't stand when I rap. So can I rap for Dave? Yes. Do it to annoy him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I love <laughs> okay. it. I love it. Yes. Okay. When you meet with Roxy, you better beware because I'm really strong and debonair. This jet set girl never backs down because all she wants is a glow crown. And I did that for Dave Navarro. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. I'm going to keep that as a soundbite too. Okay. Oh, have it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank oh. you so much. And feel back. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Always enjoy talking with you. Thank you so much. And You too. You you take care of Washington over there, okay? Okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll keep it the heart pumping until you get here. Then you can resuscitate it the rest of the way when you're in Seattle. Yeah, I'll do it for about two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. It was a pleasure. And, right. uh, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. And for all the show links, go to lyricalspit.com. Hate don't beat hate, but love has a chance. Hashtag save our children. And Epstein didn't kill himself. This is Jessica Domingo, After Midnight.
Just be 